Speaking the truth about money is for anyone ready and willing to examine their negative thinking about money, let go of the false narrative of the scarcity mindset, and has the courage to change the way they think and talk about money. My name is Martin Coward, former Fortune 100 wealth manager turned prosperity mindset coach on a mission to eradicate the scarcity mindset from our planet. Each week, we share stories with extraordinary people changing the future by changing the way they think about money to the truth. We are powerful human beings with infinite resources, including money, to create a world of abundance and prosperity for everyone to enjoy. Let's get started. Good afternoon, and welcome to today's broadcast of Speaking the Truth About Money with Martin Coward and Joy the Wise Woman. I am both Martin Coward, and I am also known as Joy the Wise Woman. Joy the Wise Woman is my divine avatar, my divine intuition that guides me through this broadcast and most everything else in my life. But I'm so excited today to be talking with you as we share stories about uh, transformation and truth about our relationship to money and finances and the world. Because what we know to be true is that so many of us in our culture put too much power into money and in, in, our, in our beliefs of our own self-worth. And so we find that if we can just tell the truth, we find out that what? Guess what? Money has nothing to do with my self-worth. But I'll tell you something as a, as a, as a mindset coach and as a spiritual mindset coach. Our worthiness, anybody struggling with any kind of money issue, it always comes down to a worthiness issue. It's always a worthiness issue. So that's why we have these conversations so that we can break through that story that I'm not worth it because we are worth it. We are powerful men. In my case, I'm a powerful queer man and a teacher connected to Joy the Wise Woman who can change the world if I let go of that old belief, I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy. So that's what we talk about today in these shows. We talk about the truth about ourselves and about the world. And I'm so excited today to have a fellow gay coach, a man of color, who I met recently, Freddie Sanders, who is a divinity coach. He's connected to spirit. And he and I, when we first met, I was like, oh my God, brother, you're like the black version of me. You know, you get it. It's all about bringing people into the heart. It's all about bringing people into the truth of who they are, where our power is, so we can unlock those superpowers and we can create change and transformation in the world. So, Freddie, I'm so grateful that you're here with me today to talk about your story. And where I'd like to start, people always are curious. Let me ask you one question first. Tell me a little bit about your spiritual life growing up. Hmm, my spiritual life growing up. Um, well, I grew up in a very um, Christian-based uh -huh. household. Yeah. Um, so my my parents divorced when I was about six years old. Um, so I, I primarily lived with my mother and I visited my dad on weekends. Mm -hmm. um, but both ends were, uh, were, were Christian-based values. Mm -hmm. um, my, I would say my father 
more so than my mother. Um, whenever I went to visit my father on weekends, we were it was got mandatory that we go to church. <laughs> uh -huh. um, so, uh, so, so I grew up, you know, in a very Christian, uh, Christian-based environment. Um, and as I got older, you know, I took on a lot of those, you know, sort of almost dogmatic values. Mm -hmm. And the older I got, I recognized that, you know, those rigid values didn't really resonate or serve me. Right. Um, right. The, 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 the holistic part of me. And I didn't, I didn't really have the language for it then, but you know, definitely do now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, I, it sounds like to me, I, I grew up in a Christian environment too, in the deep South and mm -hmm. I would say yeah, all here. that dogma and all that, all that, you got all that belief structure mm -hmm. is really for me was keeping me from the divine connection that I was so looking for. Exactly. And I had, a little, I had a little place I like to go called the monkey tree where I'd go sit with my divine presence. And that, and that whatever that I, I know, I call that door the wise woman today. I didn't know what that was when I was a little boy, but I knew I loved sitting in that tree. And it was, it was a different relationship that Jesus sitting with me in that tree was a lot different than the Jesus they were telling me about in that Bible school class. Mm, yeah. And I would imagine that, might, but it did influence me and it did, it did trigger me to think there is something bigger going on than what they're teaching me in Sunday school. Right. Right. Exactly. So I just, I just wanted, I'm just curious about that because you, you it, I, I don't know very many people who use the word divinity coach. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get to that in a minute, but before we do, I want to, I want to hear a little bit of your story of how you, who you were before you decided to become a coach. What made, what made yeah. you decide to become a coach and then why a divinity coach? What tell us a little bit about your story of you haven't always been a, you haven't always done this. Where, who no. were you before and, and what, what got you here and, uh, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so so I'm I'm originally from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh huh. Um, and I I've always been very artistic and creative. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, I got my undergrad degree from Louisiana Tech University in computer information systems because I was told that you know I need to major in something where I can get a job after. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. A lot of people were told that. And so everybody who graduated in that field at that time couldn't get jobs when we graduated. <laughs> so I took a different route and went more into graphic design because I'm a self-taught graphic designer. So I went more the, the web design and graphic design route. And um, so I was a graphic designer for 17 years. Wow. Um, and at the height of that, I, uh, I, I lived in New York City. I moved to New York City in 2007. And... Um, at the height of my graphic design career, I was senior graphic designer for Bank of America headquarters. So I did that for about eight and a half years. And then I got to a point where I was like, you know, I don't want to, something about this doesn't fulfill me. It doesn't light me up. It doesn't excite me anymore. And I wanted to do something that still allowed me to be creative, but had more of a profound impact in mm -hmm. people's lives and in the world. Right. And, um, you know, I had been on, I've always been on my own, you know, sort of transformational, spiritual development, personal development journey, always looking and seeking answers and asking more questions and, and things of that nature. Um, so 
when I began transitioning from graphic design and thinking about what I wanted to do, you know, the universe sort of presented me with coaching as, as a possibility. And I was oh. like, I think, I, I think this might be it for me. Wow. Um, so I started reaching out to people and I have friends who, you know, who were in the space. And um, so in 2019, I went into coaching school and began my journey. Um, and I'm, I'm trained in what's called ontological coaching, which is um, a branch of philosophy that focuses on beingness and, and the human condition and human experience. Yes. Um, so, you know, we deeply explore our worldview and our language and our interpretations and meanings and how our language shapes our lives. And so if we want to, you know, the assertion that we make in the school is if we want to transform the world or shift the world, then we get to begin with our worldview and, and our language that has shaped the world that we've created, you know, so. I love, I love that's, that. That's where my journey started, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I am not a trained coach. I have had 20 years of experience in doing ego shadow work with the Mankind Project. So I would say I'm a master shadow worker of doing that because I totally agree with you. And I love that. I love the language of ontological coaching because I am also an ontological. I didn't know I, I didn't know that's what I was, but yeah. I definitely teach the path of the heart, which is who you're the path to who you're being. Mm. We, when we're when we're in our being, when we're in our as we checked in a while ago, when I am being the loving presence of the universe, mm -hmm. when I am being the creator of the universe. That's it. That loving creator of the universe. There is nothing we cannot do. Absolutely. And I and that's what I so much loved about you when I met you was that you said, wow, we both do the same thing. If we can bring more people into who they're being, when they know they're be who they are, who we are is the creator of the friggin' universe. Mm -hmm. There's nothing we can't do, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. it's kind of exciting. Yeah. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's very exciting. And the beauty of that is, like you said, it's, you know, when, when people know who we really are, mm -hmm. but that what I learned through my journey and my process is that it was about first me learning who I am. Right, right, yeah. right. I, I, I love that. We can't, I, I see this so many times with the people who are doing what we're doing and they're talking about what it's like mm -hmm. to be there. But you can't bring anybody into heart space. You can't bring anybody into this this way of being until we've been enlightened and we're in that being ourselves. Exactly. And then because we're vibrating at that energetic, energetic level of unconditional love, we're going to attract people who want to go into that world. I call it heart space. Mm -hmm. He's just called it kingdom of heaven. Joe Dispenza calls it the quantum field. It's all the same high level creative energy force that creates everything of unconditional love. Mm. Isn't that exciting? Very exciting. It, 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 it energizes me every day. <laughs> I, know. I, get it, I get it every morning with joy and say, joy, what are we, what miracle are we going to perform today? Mm. So what miracle are you going to perform today? My friend, Freddie, what are you and your, do you have a name for that divine part of yourself? Like I do, or do you just, just know it intimately? Tell us a little about your relationship with that divine part of Freddie. You know, it's really interesting that you asked that question because, um, you know, for a long time, I used to wear this, um, what I learned, what I would learn later is, a, is really just a narrative 
of a recovering perfectionist. And that served me for a period of time. But you know, what I recognize is that I got I get to rename myself and shift that narrative because what was happening with the recovering perfectionist is I kept encountering like scenarios that required me to recover. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? That's not really serving me anymore. So who who do I, who, who am I? Who do I desire to be? Who am I creating and generating and manifesting myself to be? Mm-hmm. So so I played around with with two words and I combined two words together. So my one of my core values is freedom. Mm-hmm. And another word that I love is phenom. So I combine those two words together. So my word for, for how I describe me is a phenom. Oh, I love that. I'm freaking, you know what I really loved about your story? It's something that I've discovered too, is, is a 20, 24 hour cycle. If I've gotten closer and closer to joy, mm-hmm. we have to recreate our agenda every single day because the agenda that we created yesterday as noble as it was will not serve it becomes martin's agenda and mm-hmm. i have to surrender that agenda every single morning it's kind of like a little bit of a death of my ego every morning mm-hmm. and say joy what are we doing today to change the world what is what is how am i serving you joy the wise woman how am i serving you the divine today to make a difference in the world. I have to do that every single day. Mm. What about you? Um, or have you even thought about that? No, I, I, I have I have thought about it in a in, in my own way. Yeah, that's what um, I want to hear. Yeah, your yeah. way of seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> that's my way of seeing it. I want to hear Freddie's way of seeing it. Right, right. Um, you know, it's interesting because I often, you know, when we when we have casual conversations with people, you know, we often hear, you know, so how was your day, you know, or how's your how's your day going? Uh-huh. And that occurred to me, uh, it occurs to me now as that asking it in that way sort of makes it sound like you know life is just happening, um, yeah. that, that life is happening to me, and that I just wake up and I'm just sort of like sitting around waiting mm-hmm. to see what's going to happen and what, you know, um, what's, what's going to happen to me today so that I can react to it. Yeah. What I started doing is waking up in the morning and saying, what do I get to create today? Yes. Yeah. What, what, what do I create today and what can I give? What do I have to offer today? Yes. Yeah. Isn't that a different, isn't that a, isn't that a wonderful mind shift? Yeah, it's, it's, a different mind, it's a mind shift and it's a different energy that I get to approach every day with, with intention. Yes, it's every awesome. single day. There's my, single day. there's my virtual assistant and business partner right there, Abba Henry, saying hello. Abba. He's a great guy. And I hope, hope one day you guys get to meet each other because I think you'd really enjoy it. Yeah. His, his spiritual name is Christ the King. Ooh. Because when I met him, I said, you are a king and the love in his heart the mm. generosity of his heart is the same is what i experienced from christ mm. we all have a christ within us by the way absolutely it wasn't jesus's last name it's 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 that divine spark of light that's what christ is yeah. and he is that divine spark of energy and i just like you are i mean i can mm. that's what i love about you i mean i and i love i see that i experience that i feel that and mm. 
I'm sure that the people that you work with and people in the world see that in you, see that divine light of love and unconditional love. And as a coach, as a divinity coach, I know how much you love pulling people into this light, especially uh, men of color. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about some of the experiences, some of the men of color that you've you've really had a had some breakthroughs with that you really that you want to share with the world where people maybe some of your biggest breakthroughs with people that you feel comfortable sharing with the world. You don't have to tell their name, of course, but yeah, yeah. Um you know what 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 comes up for me is you know recently this this past week um I had I had a um, sort of consultation. We call them in the coaching world. We call them discovery calls. Mm-hmm. I had a discovery call with um, with the with the gentleman, man of color, and you know I went into the call not you know as with most you know new potential clients that that I talk to, not really knowing what's going to happen, not knowing what they're going to come to me with, you know all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and. In 45 minutes, he and I had one of the most profound, connected, heartfelt, heart-centered, vulnerable, intimate conversations that I think I've ever had with another man of color stranger. (laughs) Wow, I love that because what I'm hearing is that once you kind of got out of your head and into your heart together, mm-hmm. something magical came alive. It was a magical conversation. That magical con- connection. And, 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 and I, we just saw Ab on it. That's exactly what I got when I got to Africa and met him. It was mm-hmm. like, here I am, the whitest looking guy in the world, and I'm meeting this uh, young, handsome African gay man for the first time. And I'm like, we are so connected and we just connected at the heart. And now mm-hmm. we call ourselves Agape Brothers because we just love each other so much. A love that transcends any kind of romantic or emotional. It's just this deep, right. deep, deep love that, that changes the world. And I totally get that. And I just, I love that. That, that is exactly why people come to talk to you, right? Exactly. Into that space with you. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, one of the things that I've I've noticed in in my work and in my studies is that there's there's an there's a I would even I would even go so far as to boldly say that it's an epidemic uh, among men and especially gay men where there's a there's a disconnect head to heart where we don't where we're not where we don't where we feel like we don't have the permission to truly share our emotions and our feelings in an in an intimate way. There's a there's a an intimacy yeah. that can be between I love that. Men. And, and, yeah. and what do you what do you think that might be, uh Freddie? Why do you think that why do you think that gay men and maybe even particularly gay men of color mm-hmm. are so afraid of being vulnerable, being open with their feelings? Well, I think it's 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 what I'm studying in my doctoral work around what I call performative masculinity. Oh, wow. Tell me a little uh, more about that. Yeah. I mean, a few years ago, I started hearing this term being wielded around called toxic masculinity. And 
I was intrigued by it and I wanted to explore it a bit more. Uh-huh. And the more conversations I had with people about it, you know, they were like, well, maybe consider, you know, shifting the the language or reframing it, you know, in a way that's not so, you know, reductive. Because right. it's not it's not the masculinity itself that's toxic. It's the mindset. It's the toxic thinking. Right, right, right. But it's not masculinity itself that's toxic. What it is, is performative. And when we when we explore performative masculinity, we can ask more questions like, who, who what's the performance? Who am I performing for? Right. Why do I feel the need to perform? And And so... There's this, in you know, especially among Black males, there's this need for, and it's a survival mechanism. Yeah, I, I think that's it. I think that whole thing is, as I know you grew up in Baton Rouge and I grew up in Southwest Georgia, and I can tell you right now that, first of all, you and I, when I grew up, you and I couldn't play together. That would have been completely against the rules. Right. Because you're Black and I'm white. And then the fact that we're both, that we're both gay, that would have been even further more controversy. Mm-hmm. Um, God knows what that might lead to. And so it was just a whole toxic environment yeah. that we all took on. And I think that we all took on our, our, our fear of being vulnerable, our fear of sharing our truth and our stories because we got beaten up and bullied as kids on the playground. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't know I was gay. I knew I was different. I knew I wasn't a normal boy mm-hmm. because the normal boys kept reminding me I wasn't a normal boy all the time. Mm-hmm. So I just spent a lot of my time in trying to be like a normal boy to fit to fit in right and i think that now people are scared and that's what we that's what we try to do as coaches is reverse that mm-hmm. that mindset that belief that and say no wait a minute those powers that excitement you feel for another man mm-hmm. that's where your power is yes yeah that's what because that's the creative power within gay men mm-hmm. is in that creative spark that attracts people to each other yeah and um and so yeah so that you know I, the coaching world and the coaching industry is very very dominated by women yeah it's the mental health the emotional health and wellness space is dominated by women and i see you know even when i was in my coach training i saw a lot of women in my school in my cohort saying you know oh i I'm about empowering women, empowering women, which is great, you know, totally needed. But where's the male empowerment? And that's what really lit a fire within me. Yes, me too. Before. I got you. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I want to empower men because men get to be empowered as well. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Because we gave up, like women gave up their women, their feminine superpowers to be more like men to make a living in the world. We gave up our, our gay, our, and maybe, and I know a lot of black people go out and try to look and pretend to be more like white men. Mm-hmm. Oh, that part. Yeah, that part. You know? <laughs> and what, we're, what we're saying, wait a minute, we're going to empower you to be the, the be, I'm going to empower you to be the, the, the blackest, the queerest, the most authentic man, because that's where your power is. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's funny you know, one of my favorite shows, what has become one of my favorite shows now is RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, yeah. Because it, it there are such profound elements of that empowerment and, and divinity um, 
energy, that divine energy where people, you know, find and, and, and search um, the, you know, really deep, authentic, vulnerable parts of themselves through that, through the, through the process of that show. Um, and you get to watch these humans unfold in a really powerful way. And I, I love it. Like it's, it's so fascinating for me to watch. And, and it, it, I would say it, it has even in a lot of ways impacted my coaching with. with, with I'm sure because you you're know. seeing people going on stage being very, very authentic. Yeah. That is authentically who they are. Yeah. I want to touch on something that I'm, I'm starting to play with uh, as a, as a coach working with, I work mostly with gay people mm -hmm. mostly. And my, I go to, I go to an Episcopal church It's a wonderful Christ center, very inclusive. Church. But the rector said, oh, we want to get more, we want to be more of a, we, may, we, we want to get more inclusive of the LGBT community. Mm -hmm. Pride's coming up. So I'm thinking, well, what, 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 how do we get them? Well, first of all, we got to break, we got to get them to trust us. Mm -hmm. We got a trust issue with the Christian church. Mm -hmm. This is what I believe happens. Somewhere along the line, I, I know where it happened. It happened when they became part of the Roman Catholic Church. They put Jesus, they, they, Jesus, in my, in my, observation was fully human and fully divine. That was the whole point. You know, he's full human and fully divine. And when they decided to create a church or religion around him, they decided to elevate him up to divinity, made him chaste and celibate and all that nonsense. And, <laughs> and then they decided to make Mary Magdalene a prostitute, which put women down. Right. And that's where we got off. And we got we got to go back and we got to un- we got to unpack that story to the truth because the truth is this, and I would love to hear your comment about this. The truth is this: He was fully human. He was fully divine, which means that he, if you like something as a human being, he liked it as a human being. Mm -hmm. Why would God create something as wonderful and as exciting as human connection through sex, making mm -hmm. love, and deny it of a man of Himself coming into the world fully human, and go through all that agony on the cross without enjoying the pleasure of life? Mm -hmm. It makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. The problem is why it needs to be corrected is because by, 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 by making him, by making him fully making him a better than, which is completely nonsense in the world of heart space. There's no one superior to another. That was the point of this teaching, but by making him superior to the human, it makes, makes gay men. It makes me feel like when I'm having a sex with another man, there's something that's beneath the divine. It's not. It's not. And that's what's got to be, that's what's got to be reconciled. That's that truth that, that, and there's a wonderful piece of gospel called the secret gospel of Mark. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's only about a page. And it talks about Jesus rescuing a, a, a young man from the death and spending about eight days with him, teaching him about the kingdom of heaven. It's a pretty cool gospel, but I would love to hear what your thoughts are on that idea of coming back to the really telling the truth that God, Jesus was, if you really, if you really believe the Jesus story for what it was, that God came in to love the world, fully human, fully divine, mm -hmm. it certainly has to include sexual relationships with other human beings. Yeah. Um. I haven't given that particular nuance that much thought, to be honest. Um, no. Now I have, I have, um, I read a book uh, uh, recently um, called Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh. I'm familiar with that book. Yeah. So it's, it's several books. It's a several book series. And in book two, 
he he talks about and, and he hears the voice of God talking about um, sex and and how these these stories and these narratives in you know in in religion sort of diminish and 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 reduce sex and sexuality um, in such a way that that it. It, it creates these these stories and these narratives that 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 are that are that are untrue that are un yeah, yeah like they're 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 false narratives yes and 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 so what so for me like it it has me to question everything not just that one part but the whole the whole kit and caboodle <laughs> yes <laughs> I only pay it. I, 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 I am a, I am a spiritual teacher and I, but I, and I, and Jesus is my master and I really pay attention to the wisdom teachings of Jesus mm-hmm. and everything I know about Jesus from those, from that, from that lens, from the lens of, of a, of a man who came to teach a path to the heart, a path to the kingdom of heaven, a path to the heart we call it today or the, or the, that that when you begin to see his teachings and his life as an example of a path to heart, a path to higher levels of consciousness, everything changes. Mm-hmm. Then the stories, then those old narratives don't make any sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. They just don't make any sense. Like yeah. what I'm talking about right now, it, it makes no sense that Jesus, that God would have come, poured himself incarnate as an example of show people, you know what? I am fully human and fully divine. And so are you. And I'm coming down to show you how wonderful life is on planet Earth. Right, right. Yeah, and it's just, and so I, you know, I'm on, I'm on a, I'm on a mission to, to, to let go of those false narratives because I think that that false narrative in itself mm-hmm. is one of the shadow beliefs that keeps gay men from truly loving themselves for who they are. Yeah, yeah. And then there's this, there's this underpinning of, you know, patriarchy. You know, yeah, and this this whole like the the whole the whole narrative is is very you know what we call anthropocentric. It's very humans. Humans are the center of the world. Humans are you know the the one and only dominant species in the entire universe. And so when we when we see that these narratives that we create are are centered in that way, and we challenge that. It, it, it puts things in a in a in a more yes, specific exactly it, absolutely I completely I love that Freddie that is that is that is phenomenal insight yeah. because, because because who 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 determined that God what, what we call God is a man to begin with or, or, well, or, or, I, or I'll tell you who I'll tell you who determined it was the head of the Roman Catholic Church right right or or human for that matter or another I can tell you that it was a, it wasn't God. Mm, (laughs) it was was another human being who who did it for some reason to get control over some other human being that is exactly why it was done it was done because it was one human being and that's why the whole the whole religious establishment came out in the first place it was a way to separate people from god saying you got to go through me in order to get to god which is which is in itself absolutely crazy because i mean the most powerful words in scripture are be still and know that I am God. Yeah. And and that right there is why I'm so passionate and why I coined myself a divinity coach. Got it. Because 
It's about awakening people to their own inner divine authoritative power to create, generate, and manifest their lives in a manner that aligns with their most authentic and grandest vision. Exactly. And I love that word authoritative self. And I see we're going to go over, but I don't care. It's my show. I can go over once. I'm having, this, I'm having a great time conversation with you. So we might go a little longer than we know. Because I love I love how this is, where this is going. And, you know, we can edit what we don't want. But I love it. That voice of authority. Mm. Joy of the wise woman, when she is speaking, she is speaking from that voice of authority. Jesus says, speak with my authority. Mm-hmm. And when you are speaking from that divine presence within us, we are speaking. It's not asking for permission. It's not asking, it's not looking for a conflict. It's not looking for a fight. It's it, it, that voice of authority is the voice of truth and wisdom. Yeah. And when we speak from that voice, when you speak from it, I, anybody else in the world speaks from it, we know it, we hear it. Mm-hmm. But it's never trying to convince us of anything or trying to win. It's just oh. trying to make sure that we know how much we're loved. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And um, not long ago, I took that word authority. And I I pondered it a bit and I was thinking, I was like, so if I am the authority of my own life, yes, I broke the word down, then I get to author it in alignment with my why, author it with my why, authority. Right. It's about authorship. Exactly. It's about ownership. It's about taking responsibility for your life, isn't it? It's about taking responsibility, ownership, and 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 authorship that that I life isn't happening to me; it's happening through me. Yeah, I think that in itself is the first realization of enlightenment. Yeah, when you become aware that that the life force of the universe is working with you, it is in, it is in concert with you, and you have the and you can surrender to it. Mm-hmm. You can fall back into the loving arms of the universe. Yeah. And know the universe has got your back no matter what. Yes. Everything changes. Yes. yes. It's fun, isn't it? It's so fun. It's, it's fun doing what we do, isn't it? I love it. This this, this doesn't feel like work to me. Like this it is, never feels like, it man, never feels like work. Enjoys like, <laughs> I, mean, I get up early because my, my, my business partners and my they're all they're all in Kenya. And so they they're like seven hours ahead. So my day starts at six thirty because I, I very much believe that we should work together in heart space till we get more done. And so we get on the phone and Zoom together at six thirty in the morning my time and work to nine o'clock together. Mm. And we check in and we we might spend an hour just asking how we're doing. Yeah, I did that with Abba this morning. I said, well, and we just talked about how much we loved each other, how much we appreciate each other. Mm. And just imagine then our vibrational frequency went up into that higher range of unconditional love and then when we started working our our superpowers were on we were we were created we were we got a week's worth of work done in about four in about two hours today mm-hmm. because we were in that heart we were in that higher vibration of creative energy that comes from the heart and i i you know what i call that energy what source yes it's source, source. It's our yes. source energy it's our source energy yeah oh my god this guy lucky church Hey, Lucky Church, this guy, I've been looking for you. I'm so glad you said hello to me today. I have been looking for you, Lucky Church. Please, 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 let's get together uh, and talk next week. I am so glad you piped in. There's all through the universe. This guy is great. I, I, 
his 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 cousin, I believe, is Frenchie, the 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 woman who won on the on the on the the, the uh, music the singer Frenchie. I, I think that's her name. Frenchie is her name. She won on one of the major. Uh, who's got talent or one of those major things anyway, he's a, he's a super guy. Lucky mm -hmm. is. And so uh, I, I haven't seen him since, since COVID, I don't think. And so it's so funny that he popped in here today and said hello to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Yes, long overdue. King. Yes, sir. <laughs> Lucky. I have, I have, there's a, there is a, see what I mean about the, you put it out there and the universe shows up mm -hmm. with, with great, we, Frenchie is yes Broadway. That's who it is. Frenchie, yeah, Frenchie yes, Davis. Yes, Broadway and American. Thank you, thank you for helping us get this cleaned up. Oh, I've got yeah. chills. Like you just gave me chills. Like he, yeah. I love this guy. I, yeah, I, I, I love, I love Frenchie Davis. If, if he's talking about Frenchie Davis, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love her. I love, I, I love, love her. Yeah, I do too. And uh, he's a super guy. So uh, I, I'm just so glad he piped in. I just made my day. I just tell you, that's just, that's just, that's just phenomenal. So, mm. but we can't, I could talk to you for days and we're going to, we're going <laughs> to, we're going to schedule another time just to get on, just to get together and just talk and, and, yeah. and raise each other's vibration a little bit, because that's, that's fun. You know, I think, I think that would be fun just to get together and just raise some, some vibration together because we have certainly done that. I know I'm vibrating at a higher level from our conversation and I hope the other people you are and other people are watching us as well, because that's the whole point is it to constantly keep putting out those positive vibrations into the world so we can move the planet toward this higher level of consciousness. And I really believe uh, that we are about to, we think the world has taken 14 billion years to get here mm -hmm. and people like us were a little bit of a strange phenomenal there's a big movement going on, brother. And it's sure fun to be a part of because we're all just pulling more and more people into the light. Yeah. Yeah. More and more people in life. So, so Freddie, if people want to get to know you and maybe work with you and find out more about what's the best and the simplest way for people to get in touch with you. Yeah. The best way would be to go to my website, which is called wokenwarriors.com. Mm -hmm. Woken, W-O-K-E-N, warriors, W-A-R-R-I-O-R-S.com. Um, and, uh, all of my social media is, is on there. So my Instagram and, you know, I'm on LinkedIn. My LinkedIn link is on there. You can also find me on TikTok. I'm a TikToker now. Me too. I love TikTok. It's yeah. So positive energy. I love, I am a big <laughs> lover of TikTok. Yeah. Oh my I, God. I love TikTok. I resisted it for a while, but once I got into it, I was like, okay, I could get with this. Cause, cause I, cause I, I felt like. I didn't want to get on there and feel like I had to, you know, perform and do dances. I wanted to do be authentic to who I was. Right. And so when I allowed myself and gave myself permission to to put out the kind of content that yeah. felt right for me, I was like, okay, yeah, I can get with this. <laughs> I and I is exactly what I feel, Freddie. But I I was a little hesitant because I, I, was like, I don't want to go and act silly. I don't want to get people's attention. Yeah. I want to be Martin. But this is the thing. First of all, when I was a little boy. I wasn't a normal boy. My favorite thing to do was to turn on Donna Ross and the Supremes and act like I was stopping in the name of love. Yeah. You know? And I certainly could not go on the playground as a little boy. I'd be beaten, beaten to a pulp. Mm. But the thing I like about TikTok, and I haven't done that yet on TikTok yet. I might one of these days. <laughs> but the thing I like about TikTok is it it's so positive. It's so, the more authentic you are, the more real you are in those short videos. You don't have time to get too crazy. 
then the more powerful you are and the more positive vibe that particular channel is putting out in the universe. Mm -hmm. And I get to go on that playground and be Martin. I get to be that crazy little queer boy that was a little different than everybody else and just be me. Yeah. And that's fun, isn't it? It's so fun. I love yeah. it. I, I love yeah. that you said that. So you can they can find you at give us that website again so we can find it. Yeah. So it's wokenwarriors.com. Mm-hmm. My website. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn, Freddie Sanders. Uh, I go by I, I'm learning to embrace my government name, which is Frederick Sanders. So you mm-hmm. can find me, but I put Freddie in parentheses because that's what most of my colleagues call me. Um but yeah, Instagram, Woken underscore Warriors is my Instagram. Um, on TikTok, it's just Woken Warriors, you know, all together. Um, that's where you can find me. Well, I would ha- I highly recommend you go out and find Freddie Sanders because I ha- I'm so glad I found him. And I'm so glad he came on my show today because he's, as you can see, he is just a huge breath of love and fresh mm-hmm. air and inspiration to the world. And we need more and more Freddie Sanders out there. Uh, to help inspire and move this world into a higher level of consciousness, into a, into a new earth. And I, and, and I love this here. Let's put this out here. There we go. At Woken Warrior. Look at, look at this guy, Lucky Chuck. Lucky Church. Isn't he a sweetheart? Thank you, Lucky Church. And he tell, is one tell, sweet man. Tell Frenchie I said hi. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's a straight guy. He's a straight black man with a with a with a lovely wife, and he's just a sweet, sweet, sweet guy. And he's he, he's 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 a big ally. Uh, what did he say here? Martin is my. I'm a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love I love when people engage with us. It makes it so much fun. Let me just yeah. let me just give a little shout out for how people can find me. So they, they want well, you can find me. I, Martin Coward is what I go by a lot. I'm Martin Coward Coaching or Martin Coward. I've got a podcast called Speaking the Truth About Money uh, with Martin Coward. Enjoy the Wise Woman, which just gets which just gets repurposed into. Uh, but you can always just find me by going looking for Martin Coward on social media. But I got a place for people that want to go. I'm I'm doing a free one week workshop to help people understand who they are and what their mission is. That's coming up in the middle of May, and it's free. It's a five day workshop, about an hour a day, to help you. F- it's, a, it's a hero's journey step. You really find out who you are, like we have. Who is that authentic queer man that's in you? I do, I work I work largely with with gay men. But who is that authentic man? Who is that divine superpower within you? And when you get that, we're going to show you how to develop that mission, how to find that North Star. And then the third day, we're going to teach you how to how to sustain it, how to move into heart space, how to how to live in that space. So it's a very transformational free workshop coming up on May 16th. And if you join our Facebook group, Financial Heart Space for Gay, Transgender, and Bisexual Men, you will find us in there. You'll find all sorts of free coaching, all sorts of free help. We're there as a support community for uh, GBTQ entrepreneurs, business leaders, change agents. So we've got the support. I think what we said, we must have the courage to ask for support. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what our Facebook group is about. It's about supporting each other in this movement to move the world into this higher level of consciousness. It's so beautiful and so lovely. And Freddie and I both want you to come join us. That's the whole point of this. We want you to come join us in this heart space. Yes. So let me yes, see. Um, He's got one more thing to say. Ah, 
Yes, yes. Mm. The divine feminine is so powerful. It's so powerful. Lucky, I can't wait. I'm coming to the city. I don't get to the city, but I will come to the city and we're going to have lunch next week. I would love to see you, brother. I'm so glad you typed in here. So that's where you can find me, Financial Heart Space for Gay, Transgender, and Bisexual Men. Look for me over there. And in the meantime, may love and prosperity prevail. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you are listening on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you are, please leave me a rating and review. Let me know what you appreciated, where we can improve, and any topic you want to know about for future episodes. If you would like to find out more ways you can participate in the Abundance Mindset and Prosperity Living Movement, join our private Facebook group, The Financial Mystics Sanctuary. If you are a gay, transgender, or bisexual man, ready and willing to explore how negative thinking about money is impacting you and our tribe, join our private Facebook group, Financial Heart Space for Gay, Transgender, and Bisexual Men, a sanctuary for GBTQ business leaders to love and support each other. May love and prosperity prevail.